All right. Thank you for tuning in today. Training for Greatness. Today's topic is about mental toughness and leadership. Situation Lounge, where improv and coaching connects. Episode is highlighting, it's called The Lost Years. That's the title of the episode. And it's highlighting the story of a family uh, where years ago, um, a husband and wife, they broke up. The father left the home. And the son for 20 years was under the impression that his father was not interested in being in his life. Only to find out later on, it's not that his father wasn't interested, it was because his mother decided to, in a sense, lock the father out of the the picture. And that impacted the life of the son. And when you watch the story later on, you'll be able to see more about how that relationship ends up um, getting restored. But I wanted to bring up this topic in the conversation about mental toughness and leadership as it relates to the importance of how the parent's role is in shaping and building the mental toughness of their children because that ends up translating into later years, you know, as they become an adult. So gentlemen, I want to bring you back to the table uh, to talk about this for those who may have experienced an absentee father. If you would like to share, um, I'll start off with you, Jamal. Well, you know what? I'm going to start with you. I'm going to have you come on live because you're actually acting in this segment or this episode of the Situation Lounge. So I'm going to get started with Demerit. Demerit, can you share with us your family dynamic? Did you grow up knowing your father? Was he involved in your life? Ooh, um, man, delicate situation. I met my father when I was 21 years old. I met him at my grandmother's funeral, at his mother's funeral. Um, the crazy thing about our dynamic is I grew up with his mom, <laughs> but never had a relationship with him. Um, my dad is very known in South Florida. My dad went to HBCU, then went to the NFL for a couple of years, um, went to Northwestern. So I kind of followed that same path, crazy, it, not even intentional. I mean, same number, same everything, same position. So there was no connection at all. So I, I, his brother was more of a father figure than he was ever in my life. So my mom did a great job of one, never bad talking my father, never. No matter what was going on, she never said anything negative about him. And I think for me growing up as a man now, they gave me an upper, you know, that, that was more level respect for her because she could have bashed him. You know, he was never there, he was never present. I have five or six other brothers and sisters that he's there with every day, raised everything. I'm the only one that he doesn't have contact with, the only one. So um, it affected me in a major way. I had a bad relationship with men. Like I, I didn't trust men coming in my life for a long time because I felt they was gonna do the same thing my father did, was just leave. So I had to go through some internal issues with that. I had to get some good coaches that was able to tell me, listen, although your father is not here, that doesn't stop the, the wheel from rolling. You know, he just sowed the seed. Let God use somebody else to water it so it could still grow. So it took a while for that to ingrain in my head, but it affected me for a while because like I said earlier, I wanted that validation. So even as a star football player, I was still running to the streets for validation. I needed to be valid. I wanted a man to say, great job. I wanted a man to say, you, 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 I'm proud of you. Like, I want that. My mom tell me that all the time, but I wanted another man to do it. So it affected me in a, in a major, major way. So, yeah. 
And what about um, you, Kingsley? Uh, what, what would you say as far as your relationship with your father and um, when you look at that relationship and your mental health, in a sense, mental wellness, did that have a connection with the two? You know, I, I was fortunate to have my dad in my life until he passed away. Um, I used that word fortunate and I want to put a, you know, quote around that in the sense that my dad was there physically, but he was a very hard worker. I mean, he was work, 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 work. So we never had a connection as far as affectionate and dad, I mean, as Demerit mentioned, validating. So he was there, but even when I, you know, was a really good soccer player, my dad never came to one of my games. My, my dad never even wanted to even hear me talk about soccer. So the validation piece that I would look for my dad, you know, he never gave me. So even though you may have a dad with you present, but he may not have done the job of validating, you still don't feel a way that you're, you're gonna be looking for that as well because masculinity is the only thing that can reproduce masculinity. We cannot imprint masculinity from a femininity standpoint. It never happens, you can't. So you still need that father figure, that, that man to do that. My dad was not there and I never had a, a, a role model like a man because my dad was present. So I was looking for him to do it. But then eventually I have to realize that my dad's capacity, not an, an insult to his in, intelligence, but my dad's capacity was not able to give me that after I look back and be able to make a case for him. So I was able to release him from that. But my point was, even though you may have a dad in the home, it may not still get what it is you're looking for. And so you're still gonna try to find it someplace else. You don't still know how to be a man the way you ought to be a man. So I really had, you know, fortunate, but then I never had that validation. But I had to then, for mental toughness idea, realize how do I get through that and navigate my own way, which we'll talk about at some other point, but that's where, um, how I, I um, kind of process that. Wow. And Jamal, what about you, if you don't mind, I mean, sharing as it relates to your family dynamic, your relationship with your father and how that's impacted you um, mentally and emotionally? I'll definitely say it's a movie. Um, wow. And, and, and uh, Kingsley, you definitely can attest to this. When it comes to island fathers, how they can physically be there and not be there. In my case, yep. my father was so in and out of my life. My last actual memory of my father was him dropping me off to school. Uh, it was a uh, primary school. And he said, I'll pick you up. I had gotten so accustomed to my father disappointing me that I remember leaving the school and walking with my friends to go home. And I knew the sound of his car. And I remember looking back and hearing in the distance, kept on walking. It's my last actual memory of my father. Um, I didn't have my father around. Uh, I was fortunate that I had a lot of um, positive male uh, role models, but I grew up in more of in a, in a female-led environment. So you, you brought up a good point about masculinity, brings masculinity, and I've learned that when a mom has to raise a son by herself, she's either gonna be extremely hard or extremely soft. Because there's a struggle in trying to find that balance. Because she taught me how to be gentle towards women, respectful things. But as I got older, I learned within myself that the older a man gets, it's not so much that he longs for his father, but for the office that that father is supposed to hold in his life. There's a certain blessing, a certain passing over that's supposed to take place. Uh, when we did that skit, I, I was tapping into the emotions and I realized I was actually replaying a moment in my life. And it was hard to let go of the emotion because there's so many things that you want to say. It's like, as a man, 
or becoming a man, looking to my father, I don't expect you to be perfect. I don't expect you to always be right, but there's something in you I'm supposed to see, I'm supposed to mimic. And as you mentioned, our kings, if they don't have that capacity, when you're young, you don't understand that concept yeah. of all you know is, why doesn't my father want me? Why is yeah. he doing this? And you realize you get older, maybe he didn't have that growing up. And, and that's something, mentorship, and, and that helps break that cycle of, well, my dad wasn't there, so I'm just gonna do what I need to do, and all you need to do is be a man, all you need to do is tough and, and show off what you've done, but what about the other side of you? So it was rough growing up without a father, but I thank off my mom and for every uh, man, yourself included, Pastor King, <laughs> for, for just dealing with a lot of my internal issues because I could have been a statistic, I could have been a chalk outgrowing, I could have been a, a tombstone somewhere. So it is very important. Moms play an important role, fathers play another important role. So I learned, and with me being away from my children every day, we're Skyping, whatever the case is, I let my son and my daughter know, I love you. So they understand this is what love looks like when it's coming from parent to child. There's no trying to search for it, trying to find it in the wrong places and drugs, stuff like that. So it's definitely important that our men understand the concept of what love is and what it is to be a father. I think that's got lost over the years. What's a father now? So. Um, wow. And what is interesting, and I want to say thank you, all three of you, for sharing your stories. I know it might not have been easy. It sounds though like you've come to a place where even though um, pretty much there's a daily healing to the process. And I just wanted to just highlight the fact that both all three of you actually demerit you have a son and a daughter right or how many kids you have up to son and a daughter Two. yeah and all three of you have a son and a daughter <laughs> yeah which is an interesting dynamic that i didn't think about until now i was like wow look at that wow. um and i have three so i have two girls and one boy my husband and i who's behind um, the camera helping out Hand clap for um, for Eddie. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, I got that. Um, but having a son and a daughter, um, and going through your experience and where you are now, how do you parent your children? Do you find that um, you're harsher, you're more gentle, you're because of your experience? The merit I start off with you as far as um, how you parent and balancing that. It's crazy because it affected me one way as a man, but a different way as a parent. So as a man, because my father was never there, I always had this burning fire on the inside to do better than him, quote unquote. And all of his accomplishments and accolades and his name that he made down in South Florida always aimed to do better. But as a father, I just wanted to be there and be present. I wanted to be the person that I didn't have in my life. That is somebody present, somebody who's gonna love on you, somebody who's going to be there for tough love even when you don't like me in those situations. So in a positive way, it affected me as far as a fatherhood, but it was a negative impact as far as a man. So I don't know how that worked out to be able to become like that, but yeah, and it takes time. You know, my son, like my brother said, like with mothers, sometimes they're real hard or real soft. That goes with fathers too, especially being a black man in America. I was trying, I thought I was doing the right thing by preparing my son, by making him tough, preparing him for the streets, but that wasn't the way. I was losing him faster than I was gaining him. So it had to come to a point where we had a breakdown with each other, where we actually cried in each other's arms. My son is 11, about to be 12, but it was one of those transparent moments like, son, I don't know how to be, a, I'm learning. 
be patient with me. Just know daddy love you and everything I, I'm telling you is, is for your better, even if it doesn't come off the right way. I give you that space to be able to tell me daddy that hurt my feelings. So it's 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 building, it's a daily thing, you know, like 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 my brother said, if you don't have that 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 representation to the seat, it's kind of hard to know what to do. So you're in no man's land and a little bit and it's like, man, I, I feel like I'm doing the right thing, but over here they're telling me I'm doing the wrong thing. So it's it's a daily battle, but being surrounded by other brothers and other fathers who've been through it and th their season done with that, I try to gravitate and grab wisdom from those type of people, but yeah. Wow, thank you for sharing that. What about you, Jamal, um, as far as parenting, based on what you shared about your family dynamic and now you as a father, how do you find that balance working out for you? Do you feel the same way as the merit? Like, look, look, bro, <laughs> I'm figuring <laughs> this out, okay? So show me a little grace. Uh, and it's true, yeah, I did start off a little rough when my son was younger. I, I found myself mimicking exactly the way my grandparents were raising me. Straight island Jamaican, you get beaten for talking the wrong word that goes is hard. And um, my wife at the time, she sort of helped balance me off. Something about daughters, daughters have a way of bringing fathers to this place. I don't know, hashtag girl dad, I'm just saying. <laughs> but I'm, I'm learning as I'm going along. Um, I'm starting to pull from the men and women that I know who have raised children and not all the ones that are super successful but the ones that are just raising children period so I'm learning to always tell them I love them every day um, listen to them make time for them because that was something that was lacking in my life so one of the blueprints that I use I look at what did I not like about my childhood that's probably one of the best internal um, maps that I use because everyone has different parenting styles some people beat their child just for looking the wrong way we know what that's like but I didn't want my children to grow up in the, in the world where dad's always mean or dad's not there because I've been there. And with being in the military, I'm, I'm physically away from them. So this is how we're communicating, is how I communicate with them until I see them. So I, I definitely listen to everything they say. Because, you know, kids will talk about their whole day and then go off and like, why are we talking about gummy bears and chocolate chips? <laughs> but to them, as I realized, daddy's taking time to listen to me. Because I want to make sure my children know that I'm their parent but there's a friend dynamic to me. Don't get the two confused. <laughs> but, and, and it's hard because I, I, I miss holding my children. I miss saying things as simple as sit down, stop touching that. So I'm, I'm learning. And that's the thing about being a parent. It's, it's not a book that you just write. And, this is how to be a parent. It's, it's very organic, it's very fluid. But I'm learning to love my children, to discipline when necessary, to actually understand what affects them differently. Like grounding my son actually works taking away stuff from my daughter actually works as opposed to pow, 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 you know? So I'm learning these things, especially as a distant father, so I'm, I'm done. <laughs> okay, guys, um, I feel like I need to step away from the camera because you're about to have me cry right here. Like, seriously, I'm like, trying to keep my eyes open and not blink. <laughs> so you don't see like the tears just flooding down, okay? And um, so I just want to let you know that in case you see a little shimmer. I'm really trying to hold in the tears now. Um, Kingsley, hearing these great gen um, gentlemen that's on the show accomplish, and they're saying, you know what? I'm trying to figure this out. Help us, Mr. Emotelligent Leader. Um, help us, and I say us because, you know, I'm like a fly in the wall. My husband's listening, so I feel as though I'm speaking for him. Because <laughs> he can't chime in on the microphone, but, um, Kingsley, share with the audience, those who are watching, who feel just 
like Jamal and Demerit does, like we're trying to figure this out day by day. And sometimes the worlds collide. You have the floor. You know, I, I think that uh, it, it's understandable that most uh, parent, one of the things they set out to do is to not be like a parent who may have been absent or did not do in their mind what was a good job. So the idea if when you focus on try to not be like, you eventually become like. And so I found that was to be true in my own personal journey when I first started I wanted to not be like my dad. I wanted to be present. I wanted to do everything, but I... I'm doing the things he did because that only brought back all that he did. And so by default, I end up doing the very same thing. So the whole idea of discipline and not wanting to be listening, you know, you're a father, you're, you know, you hear what I say and you do what I say and, and all of that stuff, I did it. You know, I was that was my my um, go-to, and thought that you know you I'm the parent, and you know you don't have a say here. That's the the island way, and that's what I was used to. But I found that that was not working. But I found out that thank God early enough to sort of compensate for that, because what I find is that sometimes we overcompensate, and we go one way or the other, which is not healthy. And so I I, I encourage you know parents to say, hey, what would be a thing to work towards? Number one, you cannot work towards not being like, because what does that look like? So what would you want to see happen? What can a parent do you want to become? And you state that, I want to be a loving parent, which is, is what I wanted to do. I want to be a loving parent. My dad never, never said to me or any of my siblings growing up, I never heard him say one day, Kingsley, I love you. Those words were not a part of his vocabulary. So I, I was hard for me to say those words and even today, I still have to think about it and make certain I say them. So my kids will hear me say it every single day. I had to be intentional because I want to know to be a loving parent by saying it. I want it to be an affectionate parent. So I want, want to be that. So I work towards being affectionate. Again, not to not be like my dad, but I want do I want. And I set my compass. I set my eyes toward that. So what, what does affection look like? I want to hug and touch. So I would work towards hugging and touching. Never had that from my dad, only occasions. So I think for a parent who never had, for example, is try to not overcompensate and not focus. This is a key thing I believe is so important. Do not try to focus on not becoming like a period of your own uh, mother or father, because that is not going to get you to what you want. It's important to focus on what you want based upon what you think will work for your family. So that is what I would recommend as a, a leader in the home, but also from a place of intelligence where you're saying, hey, let me manage the emotional part of my journey with my family and my kids. They will see that that is what they'll be drawn towards and, and want, want to emulate one of these days. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap. Thank you for tuning in to Training for Greatness. Once again, I'm your host, Yannick Jackson. And make sure to hit that subscribe button, share this message, and feel free to scroll through some of our other shows. Even take a look at our program called The Situation Lounge, where improv and coaching connects. It's hilarious, as well as it can hit you in the gut sometimes, but it's all designed to encourage us to take a moment to reflect and 
hopefully if we need help to get connected with a professional um, who can help us navigate our thoughts, our feelings, and give us the wisdom and guidance needed to help us on this journey to greatness. All right, well, take care. And once again, make sure to follow TFG 365 TV.